0: This is Music Radio Creative, episode 80.
1: Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Isabella.
0: And you're listening to the Music Radio Creative podcast. You might notice something slightly different about the sound this week. We'll talk about sound quality when podcasting and broadcasting and more. The world of audio. With Mike and Isabella. Music Radio Creative.
1: So we have two mics
0: two mics. No, there's, well, actually, you could say there are actually three mics <laughs> in the studio right now. There's me, there's this mic here.
1: Actually, you're right.
0: And that mic over there. Definitely. So let's update our listener. Why are you saying we have two mics? We need to give a little bit of background. If someone has mm-hmm. listened to this podcast for the first time, this is the first episode they've ever listened to. What do you mean we have two mics?
1: Well, up until now, we have been podcasting on one Um,
0: Yeah, one shared microphone. And just to give you a bit of background, we podcast regularly about being a podcaster, being on the radio, being a DJ, using good quality audio equipment and just generally making audio sound great. Yeah. Mm. Um, Now, up until this podcast, 80, it's like a landmark podcast episode, right? Uh, Getting into the hundreds very soon. Mm. And we've been using a, dare I say it, and I know a lot of podcasters will just frown when I say this, a condenser mic. Oh, no. Condenser microphone. <laughs> That's terrible, and and the reason why um, a lot of podcasters, particularly, will say condensers are bad is because they pick up audio from. All around the mic. So literally everywhere. And if you're podcasting from home, then, you know, it can pick up clanging in the kitchen or if you've got a young baby running around, it can pick up that. Um, whereas dynamic mics, you just have sort of a straight line of sight into the microphone and it kind of rejects a lot of, um, particularly the microphone we're using, which we're going to talk about mm. in a moment, rejects from the back. So, if I'm facing you now talking to you and you're talking to me, we don't get that horrible echo that you sometimes get.
1: So, is it the same in radio, Mike? Would people in radio use dynamic or condenser microphones?
0: Okay, that's a very good question. Now, in general, in radio and in voiceover, they go for condenser microphones. Now, the reason for that is most radio stations and most voiceover artists will be using professionally soundproofed booths, right? Professionally. But hang
1: on, so is there any difference in quality?
0: Um, I would say yes, there is. I would say with a condenser microphone, you are going to get a higher quality. But I mean, when you're listening to something through earbuds or Mm. headphones or whatever, or on the podcast app of, you know, Apple iTunes, then It's not going to be that noticeable. But, you know, when you're producing high end stuff like a high end radio show, say a BBC show or something for NPR, you want it to sound the best it possibly can do. If you're doing voiceovers, right, for fantastic projects or radio stations, you want those voiceovers to sound the best they can.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know enough about audio quality to really (laughs) debate that in any way, but it's, it sounds to me like the, um, dynamic microphone is more suitable for someone who perhaps, um, well, you either chat with two people in the room, right? So you have, is that correct? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. if, If you had a condenser microphone, that would mean you would pick up each other's,
0: that is a common problem actually and I've actually funnily enough I've worked at radio stations mm. where they've had microphone setups and you just get terrible echo when you open the second microphone because the mm. the audio is bouncing around the room so yes. uh, it's like imagine I'm talking now mm. but imagine that your microphone is also picking up what I'm saying yes. you're, and my voice is travelling across the studio that we're in right now and echoing into your <laughs> microphone so it can really make a, a big difference to the, the audio quality but yeah. I think it's fun to experiment and to just see what works. And we are kind of experimenting on this podcast episode.
1: I guess we are.
0: Shall we tell the listener what exactly we're doing?
1: Well, why won't you do that, Mike, since it has been on your mind for such a long time? You've been drilling a hole in my head for this for long enough. I have. Well, we've
0: decided to experiment, dear listener. And this time, uh, if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, you will have heard a certain sound to the podcast. Um, We tend to, obviously being music radio creative, we like to process things and make them sound great. Uh, So there's been a lot of compression. There's been a lot of EQ, i.e. like adding high frequencies and bass frequencies to the voice. I am... Being so bold as to say that I think I'm going to add very little, maybe just a light bit of compression when we finish recording this episode before I publish it. I might add a little bit of light compression so that somebody listening in the car or if they're working out in a noisy gym can hear everything, particularly when we
1: whisper. Yeah, I know, like and that. you keep telling me I'm very quiet on the microphone. Well, you're
0: but, quieter than me, but that's because I guess I'm broadcast trained. So. You're
1: just loud, that's all it <laughs> yeah. is. It's full stop, you are just loud. You always
0: say that when, when I'm in a bar, it's like, I'll have a pint of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Everyone looks over and says, oh, there's the radio guy then. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes I'm really like that in real life
1: yes you are I actually have to say you are it is sometimes it, it is a an annoying thing but most of the times I actually really love it
0: thanks Isabella <laughs> <laughs> anyway so more to the point uh, apart from just to tell you that we're we're experimenting with a different sound for this podcast episode a more natural sound right because most podcast listeners listen to a podcast in their ears, right? So you don't want any heavy compression or any big EQ. And I'd just love to get feedback. In fact, that's what we'll ask at the end of this episode. Mm. What did you think of this episode? Did it sound right? Did it sound good to you? Has it sounded better? If you're a a regular listener to the podcast, does this episode sound better than previous episodes? Worse? Mm. If so, why? Uh, We'll get to all of that. But first of all, maybe we should talk a little bit about what we've got now in our music radio creative podcasting studio.
1: Go on, Mike. I know you can't wait.
0: So I was burning a hole in your head for for a long time about this.
1: Oh, you have.
0: But, um, you know, it's funny because uh, J- Jeremy Shandalis actually uh, tweeted us and, and he said after, after doing the YouTube uh, uh, podcast that we did, talking about income from YouTube, uh, that, mm. that would have been the, the tipping point for me to say, right, we definitely need to get new microphones. <laughs> so, um, And we'll link to that episode in the show notes if you're interested in YouTube marketing. Um, but we have just purchased two brand new Heil PR40 microphones. Now, these are the podcasting golden standard microphones, right?
1: Mm, they are, but they are very hardly accessible in the UK, and that's the sad part.
0: Yeah, very difficult to get hold of. Um, I believe the Heil is actually, Heil Sound is based in the USA, uh, so they're manufactured in the USA, very popular with podcasters in the USA. Mm. I mean, a lot of professional podcasters in the US are using Heil PR40's mm. Leo Laporte. Cliff Ravenscraft, you know, yeah. and many other podcasters all using this very microphone.
1: You know, one thing I have been questioning you with and and this was something you couldn't answer. So Before I'm Before we made the
0: purchase, yeah. Uh,
1: it was. <laughs> I was saying, Well, there must be a microphone as popular as this available in Europe and perhaps it would have different features, it would sound a little bit different, but I genuinely believe there must be something available in Europe of this standard.
0: Well, there are mics um, that you can get hold of, but I don't think anything quite like the Heil. And that's not to but- say that they're worse microphones. It's just to say that they're different, right? And, mm. you know, why why change something if it's already been proven to be a very good microphone for podcasting? There is the uh, Rode Procaster, I think it is, and we can link that in the show notes. That's a very popular and easily accessible microphone in the UK. So our question,
1: why is this microphone not available in the UK, if it's so popular, if it's so good, surely it would make sense to open it to a market in the UK.
0: Two reasons. Well, maybe I can give you three reasons because I actually, uh, we found a retailer in the UK bold mm. enough to import Heil PR40s. So we'll get onto that. But the, the first reason is because, well, it's manufactured in the US. It's a US microphone, right? So yeah. it has to be imported from the USA. The second reason <laughs> is podcasting is huge in the US, it's just about to take off in the UK. Literally, I really believe that. It's just about to take off. Um, but at the moment, I don't believe there are lots and lots of people in the UK all going out buying podcasting equipment right now. So but from what you demand. are
1: saying, this microphone is also perfect for a radio broadcasters who have home studios, right? and Which are not potentially, you know, soundproofed into any way, but potentially those are microphones that would be very suitable for internet broadcasters, for passionate broadcasters who who have a home Absolutely. Uh, based studio. So, hang on a second, Mike, how many microphones are the produced in the UK? Your first reasoning was because it's in the US. Well, how many microphones are produced in the UK? Because in my opinion, well, I I think that majority of them are imported from somewhere.
0: Well it's true. Yeah. And I I can't so that answer goes out of the window. <laughs> I can't answer why the Heil PR40 and this is this is like sounding like a big advert for the Heil PR40. Other microphones are available. We're only talking about it because we're excited to have new mics, right? Yeah. And uh, and we haven't been sponsored by Heil to do this episode. Not quite
1: yet. You
0: know. But there are, uh, you know, yeah, I, I mean there are other options out there and you know the Heil PR40 is a difficult microphone yeah. to get hold of in the UK.
1: But, but do you know what? I would love mm. to know. I would love to know what is the equivalent of High LPR forty in the UK. Something I'm sure it exists, and I'm hundred percent sure it does. There is a microphone out there that's easily and readily available in the UK that is as good, um, mm. maybe potentially even better. Um, than this. Well,
0: let's throw the question out there. If you're listening and you'd like to leave a comment, go to podcast.musicradiocreative.com and leave your thoughts on that. I'd be, I'd be really interested to hear. But hmm. it's not just the microphone, Isabella. Let's go into further detail here. You get the Heil PR40, but you also need to get some other kit to make it the perfect kind of setup to do a podcast. So you need the shock mount and the shock mount isn't cheap. A shock mount is just over a hundred quid. Yeah, that's like about that's $120, crazy. $130. Yeah. And um, then you've got the boom arm again, uh, just over 100 quid again. So, you, But you're paying for quality. Look, like, for instance, I can move this boom. It's the PL2T. And everything we talk about, by the way, we will list in yeah. the show notes. Now, if I move this around, see, I'm moving around now. I'm literally, I'm moving this up and I'm moving this around. And can you hear a single squeak or sound or spring clicking? That's All because right. you've paid for quality, right?
1: Yeah. So... You keep saying it's great for podcasters, but again, I will correct you. And I think it's great for broadcasters.
0: Yeah, that is fair enough. Yeah, good point.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not going to argue with you. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I think we've spoken about some interesting stuff in this episode. Yeah. And um, yeah, what I'd like to know if if more people in the UK are considering uh, getting podcasting equipment and what they've looked at.
1: Broadcasting equipment.
0: Broadcasting equipment, (laughs) indeed. If you're setting up your own online radio station, your own stream, your own podcast, whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. I would be interested to know, if if you are um, a radio broadcaster, are you using condenser or dynamic microphone?
0: And why? Yes. Mm. I
1: would be very interested to know that. You see, I know very little about microphones and, in general, any kind of kit like this. But it actually interests me as to you know why one or another and and what's best for who
0: absolutely and yeah let's let's hear your feedback what Mm. did you think of the sound of this episode just keeping it quite short and tight because we don't want to take up too much of your time Um, but one final thing I think we should mention at the end is our UK podcasters group
1: oh absolutely
0: How is it going, Isabella?
1: It's going really well. Um, We are connecting with uh, broadcasters in the UK Mm -hmm. at a speed of light. I love that.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm. There's some great people who've joined the Facebook group. You can search for that on Facebook. Just type in UK podcasters uh, and look for the closed group and just uh, ask to join and we'll approve you and um, we'll look forward to having you in there. There are already some fantastic discussions on UK-based equipment that you can get for podcasting Mm. and broadcasting on discussion topics there's a big thread on the bbc's influence on podcasting in there i mean it's like a hub of activity at (laughs) the moment so if you are based in the uk and you're podcasting or thinking of podcasting get involved in uk podcasters also there's a website ukpodcasters.com and a meetup
1: and a meetup
0: which uh the venue has been confirmed
1: it has been confirmed but it is sold out now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sold
0: out. But you can check it out. Maybe if you want to come to the next one, just yeah. get on the email update list and just put in your name and email. Absolutely. But it's the Citizen M Hotel, London Bankside. Mm. Just to give you an idea, if you're an international listener, where this is located in London. Imagine the London Eye. Imagine Waterloo Station. Imagine London Bridge. Imagine Big Ben just a few feet away on the south bank of the Thames and we're kind of, we're right in the centre of it all. So it's going to be really exciting and yeah. I know people are coming from all over the UK to this meet-up. People are coming from uh, the southwest of England, yeah. from Bristol, from Scotland, as yeah. far as Scotland, go, yeah. down to London, especially for this meet-up because I think it's going to be a, a groundbreaking yeah. event. And
1: So for someone who hasn't uh, heard mm. the previous episode um, about the UK podcasters... We'll link
0: it in the show notes.
1: We will link it in the show notes, but I think it's important to say that mike and i are very passionate about podcasting yeah and we think that uk can do more and we it really still do. does not have the prominent spot um in the podcasting world and it should have it's such a great country it you know bbc is is one of the the most well-known broadcasting yeah. um houses in the world right Absolutely. so why podcasting is not prominent here that's yeah. the question we are asking and we are fighting in to make sure it's It's there.
0: Absolutely. And let's get this straight, Isabella. When we talk about podcasting, and you mentioned the BBC there, I don't think we're necessarily referring to podcasts produced by the BBC or, you know, the NHS has a podcast in in the top iTunes charts as well. We're not talking necessarily about those podcasts produced by large organizations. We are particularly passionate and interested in supporting the independent podcaster yes. i guess the the word the term i don't know if his phrase is indie podcaster yes that person who just says right i'm going to go and i'm going to get myself a microphone i'm going to set myself up a home studio yes. i've got something i'm really passionate yes. about that i want to talk about that i want to put the word maybe you're just passionate about talking about yes. something you want to create an identity for yourself you want to promote your business whatever it is I will tell you independent something. podcasting i
1: will tell you something and you will mark mark my words okay Those people are changing the world one episode at a time.
0: That's really interesting.
1: You will mark my words. Those people are changing the world, as we know it, one episode at a time. That's
0: interesting. Just before we go, I'd Mm. like to delve a little bit deeper into that because... Why do you say that? Because there are so many channels of getting things out there, right? You could write a blog, you could record videos and put them on YouTube or Vimeo, um, you could stick up posters around your local town, and you know, sort of, you know, start up a group. Why, why particularly do you say podcasting is changing the world? This is an interesting thing to wrap up on. Uh,
1: well, there are two reasons behind it. <clears throat> the one reason uh, that immediately comes to to my mind is the fact that those podcasters are starting a massive wave of people who are moving from being employed to being your own boss. So to, to being to making your own brand, becoming someone in the world, just on the back of the passion, on the back of uh, they knowledge or uh, hunger for that knowledge. Um, so they are starting that wave of people who are moving into that world and podcasting in many cases, enable them to do that. Um, Then again, it's creating your own personal brand. Mm. Podcasting enables you to do that in a very different way to, uh, say, a blog or, um, I don't know, what else would you do? Videos. Video. It's just very different and very personal. And finally, they inspire people to do the same. So that kind of grows. Mm. So it just spreads like an illness just so quickly
0: <laughs> don't call it an illness or a virus,
1: well, like v- a virus. viral
0: i think is the I, word
1: it spreads like a virus that's so inspirational it, it touches yes. other people in the same way
0: that's that's a real motivation isabella and i think you want to do your own podcast i think you're mm. you're about ready to go out there alone and uh, and start doing that but anyway that's for another episode we really hope you've enjoyed this episode of the music radio creative podcast And a big shout-out to our friends at podcastmovement.com.
1: Absolutely. It sounds like our friends across the pond are organising the first ever podcasting-only conference. That's
0: great, and we're very proud to be gold sponsors of that conference. (laughs) If you want to know more, podcastmovement.com. And thanks very much for listening. We'll be back on the next episode, but please head over to podcast.musicradiocreative.com. And the one thing that Isabella and I would really like you to do on this episode is please leave a comment and let us know what you think of the audio quality. Yes. Better, worse, what do you like, what do you not like? Yeah. Bye. Open oh, the world of audio. Now, music. Radio. Creative. Music. Radio. Creative. Music. Radio. Creative. creative. Music. Radio. Creative. Dot com. Music Radio.